What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Uncommon Empire Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Thalg-Martin, and this is an entrepreneur's journey to living an authentic and uncommon life. I am super excited about this episode. Um, this is actually the audio recording from a personal development conference that Kaylee and I got to speak at. Kaylee is my wife, for those that don't know. Um, we partnered with a, another couple um, on a personal development conference called Massive Momentum. And Kaylee and I partnered with Doug and Tia, uh, who, who launched the event, and uh, told the story about how we met. Um, because it was part of a very bold and authentic journey that our family was on, Kaylee and I and our two daughters. Um, the story about how we came from Ohio to ultimately end up in Scottsdale, Arizona. So if you'll hear me reference Doug quite a bit. You can look up Doug and his wife, Doug and Tia Wood. Church Boy to Millionaire is his book, and Kick Fear in the Face is her book. Absolute, highly recommend uh, grabbing those Amazon, Audible, wherever you prefer to buy books. Absolutely amazing. So, this is our story. This is Kaylee and I ping ponging back and forth, and. Just so you all know, this was her very first public speaking gig uh, and a couple thousand people. So pretty, pretty insane all the way around. So check it out. Hey, I'm just a little uncommon. Hey, I'm just a little uncommon. Hey, I'm just a little uncommon. Common, common. So last night we went to a, a Thomas Rhett concert and I learned how you amp up a crowd. So on three, you're all going to scream as loud as you can and we're going to capture it because then I'm going to send the buck and he's going to make good content with it. Ready? One, two, three. All right. Dope. Cool. So I'm Ryan Thog Martin. And I'm Kaylee. I'm a mom. I'm an entrepreneur, CEO. I love Jesus. Fashion icon. I'm a sister. Creator. I'm a wife. We're a lot of different things. Anybody else feel like this ever? You're, you're separated from everybody else. You're different. Things don't make sense. Maybe your spouse is on the other side of the planet from you. You can't connect. Maybe it's your dreams that are all the way over there and your actions are all the way over here. That's us. We're two completely, totally different people. We dream differently, and creating this space and being on stage <laughs> together tonight, we do completely differently. And actually, if we were going to leave this stage and walk to our car, we'd take two completely different routes. <laughs> we are just polar opposite. We even have a massively different definition of cuddling. Yes, that was it. <laughs> The one thing we do have in common, though, is that we always are aligned on where we're headed. So though we take different directions, we're headed towards the same thing. Sound familiar? Yeah, yeah right? So 
<laughs> when we look at how we're different, we even have different definitions of what boldness looks like, like how to live a life bold, how to step into boldness. We're completely different in those things. I have a certain skill set. She has a certain skill set. I'm the, what we call the visionary, right? I'm the one that's going to think it, dream it. We're going to change the world, uncommon empire, the whole thing. And I'm the absolute how in things. I take his crazy dreams and put them into action. It is. She is the, she is the action. She's the one that gets things moving. She's the one that tells me where we need to go, how we're going to get there, and creates the plan. And when we look at that, there are different things that, that come to mind of how we get aligned. She said we, we get aligned on different things, and we do, and that alignment is what allows us to be able to go forward. So there's some of you that are probably like, hey, Ryan, that's, that's great. Well, I don't, I don't have anybody that I'm aligned with. I don't have a spouse. I don't have a, I'm not in a relationship. You're right where you need to be. Yeah. You're right where you need to be. You got to be in a community. You got to have a mentor, somebody that can be your, your vision when you are the action. Somebody that can be your go juice when you're the vision. Connecting in a room like this is what's going to allow you to step into boldness and, and be able to elevate where you want your life to go. Personal responsibility. I mean, I, I love that Doug and Tia teed this up and it's really cool because we didn't communicate at all really about what we were going to talk about and like God's crazy like that everything just kind of flows together and it, and it makes sense so um, it's about taking personal responsibility you're right where you need to be this night's about you this night is about your ability to grab hold of what your future is and get in the room with the right people that can help elevate you and take you there yes so we're going to tell you just a little bit about our story. And um, Doug shared the beginning part of it. And what I'd like to share with you is I come from Zanesville, Ohio. It's a small town. I live across the, lived across the yeah. street from my parents, next to my sister. My siblings were down the road. Like, we were really, really connected. And one day on a Sunday, I was, I was listening, I was sitting on the couch listening to a service. And I just started crying. I became extremely emotional. And all at once I knew that God was calling us to move. <laughs> I remember sitting there and I look over and she's just hysterically crying. I'm like, man, the sermon isn't even that good. <laughs> What's happening? Like, this wasn't one of Rowdy's sermons. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but I knew in that moment that things were going to have to change. Like, life was going to change. And by me speaking those words, it was going to manifest something. Mm. So I got up off the couch, and he's like, what is happening? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure we're supposed to move. And he said... <laughs> Really? I've been wanting this for 10 years. This sounds awesome. So Ooh, thanks for I, catching up. <laughs> so I was like, all right, here we go. What's this going to look like? And I sat down and just brought the girls in. And I told them what, what, was, about, what was taking place in my heart and the things that I felt we were being called to do. 
And of course, they weren't overly excited, and they were really trying to figure out what was going on. I was telling myself, I mean, the grass isn't always greener on the other side, Kaylee. What are you doing? <laughs> and very quickly, I grabbed my thought. And I thought, but if we're being called, we're going to go. Yeah. yeah. So that's when things started getting a little crazier. And we sat down, the four of us, and decided that we were in a season of yeses. So often, you're in season that you need to say no more. But we were in a season that we needed to say yes. Yeah. Any door that God opened, we needed to try. All right, so Kaylee's the action. And we said that we're different even when it comes to boldness. And boldness is more about facing uncomfortable and living and speaking and being courageous and stepping into the things that you might not want to do, but your future self needs you to do. And the great thing is if, if you're called, it's already blessed. You just got to start stepping. So Kaylee's the action. We have this conversation with the girls. The girls are like, what the heck's going on? And she goes, all right, Ryan, you need to go to Lowe's. And I'm like, okay, what needs fixed? I'm the last guy that's going to fix it. Why do we need to go to Lowe's? And she goes, you're going to get as many tubs and boxes as you can fit in your car. I'm like, for what? She goes, I just told you we're moving. I'm like, today? She goes, no, but we're, we got to take action. We got to start. We got, we got to move the ball down the field. So I went to Lowe's, picked up some boxes, came back. It was no joke. I mean, this girl was unpacking cupboards, clothes, putting, like, it was immediate. And so, like, that's the thing that I love the most about her because I can dream all these crazy big ideas, but I don't know, maybe some of you are like me where you tend to, you're always in the front and you've got the big ideas and everybody's like, oh man, he's really smart. But in the background, I'm like, I'm sitting on that idea. I'm sitting on the action and I got somebody going, go. If we're going to do it, go, go. You said we were going to do it. It's about being in a room like this. Again, somebody that can be your accountability partner. She calls me on my BS all the time, but we have permission to do that because I need somebody to kick me a little bit. I can dream, but she's the action. So I go get all these boxes. She literally starts packing up the house and the kid's like, where are we going? What are we doing? I'm like, I don't have a freaking clue. I don't know. God said, go, we're going to go. And they're like, well, where are we going to go? I'm like, mm. Kaylee's asking me, where are we going to go? I'm like, mm. So we sat down and we started writing out, like, I mean, we went through like every state. Where do we think we may want to live? Where have we traveled before that we love that we would want to go back to and try? We're like, so there are places we needed to fly to and go visit. And we had the luxury to be able to go and do whatever we wanted whenever we wanted, and it was wonderful. We went to see a lot of things. We hooked up our camper. So the sewer hose, that's a real thing. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. We, we lived out of that camper for a while, state to state, city to city, checking things off the list. Like, there were cool things that we would see. At one point, we did three states in one day. In one day. Yes. Because we would drive through town and kids are like, no. no <laughs> like, we, we weren't in Asheville, North Carolina more than 45 seconds. And she's like, yep, this isn't it. I'm like, we literally just drove three and a half hours from Greenville, South Carolina to get here. You don't want, nope, let's on to the next. Chattanooga, Tennessee, here we come. Pulled into town that night, nope. And there was just, we didn't feel it. We didn't feel it. And we were 
starting to kind of question. In that time period, I gotta, I gotta pause the, the camper story, and this is where I got introduced to, to Doug's book. Um, we were in a season in the business where we were scaling extremely fast, growing quickly. Those generational patterns, those generational chains, the complacency, I was in the thick of that season. Like, does God want us to be more successful? Like, am I pushing too far? All the things started playing back. Don't chase it. God will provide it. Wealthy people are greedy. You got to be grateful. It's grateful or you're greedy. It's never grateful and you want more. It's always grateful or. And so all these things were playing back. And my life coach, who was, who was Mark Keen, Take Back Your Power, that introduced Doug and Tia and got everybody amped up in Kentucky. That was the connection. And I was going through these things with him. He's like, dude, this guy just came to our church. He's like, you gotta read this book. He's like, I really think that it'll unlock some mindsets for you. So I got the book on Audible. I mean, finished it in a day and a half. And it was like... When I tell you I felt like shackles, I've never been shackled, but I, okay, a weighted blanket. I don't like heavy things. It was like a weighted blanket was lifted off of me. And I'm like, okay, there's somebody else out there that can love Jesus with all their heart, love people with all their heart, but still wanna want more. They could be really grateful and want more. And man, somebody else uses the word abundance? Wow. Okay, and it just, it, it unlocked things in our marriage, it unlocked things in, in my life of the, the, okay, all right, this is all right, let's keep ramping, let's keep going, God wants more. And I had a meeting with my staff, and I don't think I've even shared this with Doug, and this wasn't in our plan, so we're ab-libbing here. And I had my team record it, and I've never recorded a, a staff meeting before. We had, we had 30 employees, and I set everybody down. I said, look, this is a monumental mo- moment. Someone's gonna record this because like, we're gonna play this back in 10 years. And I said, we will have a West Coast office. There were zero plans of us ever coming to the West Coast. We opened a West Coast office a month and a half ago. Yeah. They come to life. That's right, manifest it. So three years ago, I said we'd have a West Coast office with zero plans, and we opened a West Coast office a month and a half ago. So, um, all right, back on track. We, we do the whole, I got Doug's book, it unlocked things. We're back in Ohio now, and we're like, still don't know where we're going to go. Set down to the four of us again. And this is one of the things that I love about Kaylee, because this wasn't me at all. I'm like, why do the kids have to be involved? Like they're, they're gonna, they sway you too much. Like we gotta get out of here. They're gonna wanna stay. She's like, no, we're going, but they're as much a part of this family. Like this affects them as well. Like they need to be a part of the conversation. I'm like, I can respect that, fine. I didn't at first. Um, so we set everybody down, had a conversation. We couldn't agree on any place except Park City, Utah. And there was absolutely zero reason for us to go to Park City, Utah, other than the fact that we had found Park City a couple years ago, and we traveled back and forth a lot because we enjoyed skiing and mountain biking. We weren't really any good at it, but we, we liked those outdoor things, and you can't do that a lot in Ohio. So, like, well, what's that mean? We, I'm sure as hell I ain't pulling a camper to Park City, Utah. Been that route. So, uh, we packed up a U-Haul in the middle of a pandemic, Everybody thought we were absolutely nuts. But we, we don't want the world to think we're normal. Because if everyone right. else around us is normal, it. then we're doing something wrong. That's right. So we go 24 straight hours. 
with a U-Haul trailer, a truck, and a portalette in the U-Haul, and we end up in Park City, Utah for God knows what reason. Yes, but it was sure a fun experience. It's somewhere that we love to be, and we love doing new things, and we were in a season of new, and so what better thing to do than to go to the mountains? So we went to the mountains, and we decided to try lots of things. And one of the first things that comes to my mind is we decided we were gonna go mountain biking. And not just like everyone else does when they first start, but we were gonna go ahead and put our mountain bikes on the side of a ski lift and take them to the top of the ski lift and we were gonna mountain bike down. Fast as we could. <laughs> because we were really good. And um, I mean, to say the least, like maybe we could ride a bike around the neighborhood, but like to ride a bike down a mountain, um, my youngest was like, uh, Mom, I'm not going down. I'm like, honey, I don't know any other way to get down. So we're, we're going down, and we're going to do it together. It'll be fun. It's a season of yeses. Yes. So <laughs> we tried lots, lots of new things. And it's so crazy because there were so many doors that were open, mm. and we'd step through them because we were in the season of yes, but the door would close right away. And I started to question myself because I thought, man, I thought I heard God. Like, I thought we were living his calling and what he wanted for our life. But man, sure doesn't appear to be that way. So it was about that time. I mean, we had a serious conversation of like, maybe when this condo's like this lease is up, we just need to go back to Ohio because this isn't. This isn't working out. I remember sitting at the dining room table and we had this great condo at the base of Park City Mountain. The whole front of it was windows and like absolutely beautiful. And I was sitting there and I was scrolling through Facebook and I'm like, Kaylee, we're going to Sundance tonight and Doug Wood is in Sundance. And I said, who's Doug Wood? <laughs> I said, you know, church boy to millionaire. I was like, all right, okay. And then it clicked, right? So yep. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna send him a DM and just tell, I, like, if this guy's in the same place we are, I only wanna tell him Two minutes. I just need to tell him how the book impacted me. I'm sure it hasn't impacted anybody else, and I want the guy to know it. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, okay, fine. Like, you do all these crazy things, and I, and I do. I like to, when we're traveling, if there's somebody in that locale that I want to meet with, why not meet out? Why, why not meet out? Why not meet? Why not reach out? So I almost missed a crew, getting back on a cruise ship in Bermuda because I had some funeral director That's drive me around the island. And yes. yeah, it's crazy. So I'm like, but don't worry about it. Like you guys, you and the girls will be fine. I'm probably not going to meet them. I've DM'd this dude like five times over the last year and no response. But what the heck? Well, I feel like I'm supposed to. So I sent him this message just like, hey, man. I know this is stalkerish weird, and no, I didn't say that. But I was like, I, I want to meet. I just want to tell you 30 seconds how the book changed my life. That's it. I don't want to interrupt your evening, but you know, I'll, if, if we're in the same spot and you're available, I don't care what time it is. I'll hang out as long as I need to. I just want to tell you how the book impacted me. Shut the laptop. I don't remember what we were getting ready to do. Kaylee's sister was in town. We were probably going, we're going on a lift ride. There we go. So we start getting ready. And I get a notification on my phone. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, Kaylee, Doug responded. 
I'm like, this is crazy. And I opened it up, and he's like, yeah, man. He's like, I, I wrote my book, The Outward Board Boldness. This is pretty bold, and I see that you've been persistent in reaching out to me over the last year, like, <laughs> multiple times. Uh, yeah, just message me when you get here, and I'll give you my cabin number, and we can meet. And I was like, oh, man, I don't know about going to somebody's cabin. I was thinking, like... <laughs> <laughs> like but I said, you asked, he responded, you must go. Yeah, you must go, but you're gonna go alone because one of these times you go in the cabin, you're not coming back, and these kids need a parent. <laughs> That's That's so we go to Sundance. I, I message Doug. It's it, like it's just so crazy how all this stuff happens. I th it was either Mike or Shane Bishop that opened the door. I can't remember. Do either it was Mike. So, but like half of the people that I met that night are here. It was, it was crazy. I got to meet Doug and Tia. That was awesome. Got to share a little bit of my, my story and just why I was persistent in wanting to connect. The next day, Tia sent Kaylee a friend request. And so Kaylee's going through her Facebook page. Yes, and I start looking at her story. And her story had a picture of a coffee cup. And to most people, they probably would think that that was kind of silly that I would reach out, but it hit hard because it was my favorite coffee cup. It was from Sundance, and it's like I go there to get a coffee cup every time I'm in the area. And so Tia's post said, this girl's got goals. And I sent a post back that said, I once had goals. Wrong thing to send Tia Wood. <laughs> right? That's Thank you for posting that. <laughs> Love it. So... As things happen with Doug and Tia, they connect. Doug and I have now connected. A then week later, we're on Zoom. We're on Zoom a week later. Yep. We're, we're on plan a month after that. Yep. We didn't really feel like we needed to lose weight, but we wanted to get healthy, and <laughs> you can't say no. It, we had no idea how that part of our life would be impacted, but like, things just kept progr progressing, and a month later, um, Tia had sent me a message and asked if we would be interested in going to the Valor Retreat. And I was like, well, we're in a season of yeses. Yeah. Can't think of anything that's more uncomfortable than going to a retreat with 250 people and I hadn't met a single one. And I was like, hmm, well, we're in a season of yes, so we have to say yes. And it is going to be wonderful. It was my youngest daughter, Quincy, is, is a people lover. Like, she loves to connect. She loves to hug you. She loves to talk with you. And she was in a lonely place. COVID had been there. It had been, I don't know, a, a good year. Whatever. We tried to skip it. Yeah. And she needed people. Yeah. And so, you know, they were asking us, knowing that we had homeschooled previously, but they had no idea how much Quincy was suffering and how much she needed other people. So we went to that Valor retreat, and we met an amazing community of people. Mm -hmm. They were incredible. They had no idea who we were. They loved on us. They spoke over us, into us, prayed for us. And within 12 short hours, the girls were like, Mom, I'm ready to join. Yeah, this was a unified attack. It was not like they came PowerPoint ready to go type of presentation. It was awesome. And I said to him, girls, you know that I told you that we were going to wait until the beginning of the school year. 
like, but mom, we're in a season of yeses. Will you just So whenever we second guess our kids, like they're watching. In that moment, I was like, you're absolutely right. Like I am a mama and I cannot say one thing and live differently. That's right. That's right. And in that moment, it also became so apparent that they were watching, they were living that life the last year and a half. And those are the reasons why it's so important to have your kids in the circle Come on. Mm-hmm. as you're talking. It's yeah. okay to be the mom and the dad and know what needs to happen, but it's super important to bring those kids along and let them be involved in the conversation yeah. and see things transpire. That's good, that's good. So we come back from Valor. Doug and Tia, as they do, they're like, hey, you should come back because we're going to have this conference in a couple weeks and you should come back to it. But the conference ended up not happening. We, we booked a place to stay anyways. We came to Scottsdale for a week with no plans, went to a health and hope night, first health and hope night. That was awesome. Um, and we just kind of experienced life in, Scott, in Scottsdale. And we'd never been to the desert as a family before. And it was just a lot of new experiences. Great, fun week. We left, we go back to Utah. And I vividly remember like, uh, it was like 7.30 in the evening and we were sitting at, at the bar in the, in the kitchen of the condo. And you know, the kids went to bed after we kind of rehashed of what the trip was like. And man, the last, the last month of our life, like since we met Doug and Tia, it's been like a whirlwind, like God's just opening all these doors and the kids go to bed. And Kaylee says to me, she's like, you know what this means, right? And it was, I think it was February 18th was the date. It was like middle of February. And I said, you know what means? She goes, we're supposed to be in Scottsdale. Like, wait a second. We have like four months left on this lease. Like, what are we going to do? She's like, I don't know, but we need to be in Scottsdale. And I'm like, okay, when you say we need to be in Scottsdale, like call Yep. God's calling us. I feel it. Like we're supposed to be there. I'm like, cool. So when this lease is up, like, let's start looking for an apartment or condo there. We'll just go. And she's like, no, like March 1st, I'm like March 1st, 12 days away, 10 days away. It's a short month. You can't do that in a short month. Come on. So we, we get on Zillow. When I tell you every single door slammed, every single door slammed, 78 calls to, apart, to houses for rent in Scottsdale, which now living here, I understand why it's spring, it's pretty freaking great, and everybody wants to be here. Nothing, nothing, everything was a no. There was one property that we really liked, and some, for some reason, one of the realtors that answered the phone was like, no, this property's not available, but what are you looking for? So tip, if you're a realtor and someone's calling you about a Zillow listing and it's not available anymore and you can like be helpful. <laughs> it was awesome. Out of 78 people, out of 78 calls, one realtor was like, what are you looking for? And we told her, she's like, I'll go to the open house for you. She made, she's like, okay, they want, they want a short term lease. She called her. She's like, nope, they want someone that's for 12 months. And we gave up. We're like, all right, that was number 78. Like there's literally nothing. And she called us. She goes, there's nothing else that you haven't looked at yet. That's on the market, but I'll keep watching. And I remember having a call with, with Mark Keen, Kaylee and I both. And we're like, man, we don't get it. Like God has opened up so many doors. And if we're supposed to go, like, why is everything working out now where like doors are just slamming shut like it's not even 
Like, we're getting our head in. They're like, we're just slamming more as soon as we step up. And we gave up. And it was about a 48-hour period, and we were in a funk. Um, the kids were like, man, what's going on with mom and dad? Like, we could hear the whispers. That's because our second condo was like... A dungeon, dungeon? yeah, we like it was. It's true. But about 48 hours later, the realtor calls back, and she's like, you guys are never going to believe it. And Kayla's like, yeah, that's right, that's God. <laughs> and... Uh, She's like, they, the, the deal fell through with the long-term rental, and they're willing to rent it to you for three months. You good with that? And we're like, yep. Sign us up. Sign us up. Kaylee flew her mom out. I was headed out of town for two different business functions, and it was going to be gone the entire time of her packing up this condo. <laughs> and we had literally moved Ohio into a condo. It was dumb. Like, we had everything that we duplicated everything the kids had in Ohio that we didn't want to ship out. We just bought it so they, like life wouldn't change for them, and... So I took off, her mom flies in, they pack up this U-Haul, I come back, I land, hop in the U-Haul, but they were saying yeses to other things and having fun without me. That's right. Um, as I was packing up the condo, I realized like there was one thing on our list that I hadn't checked off yet, and that was to go to Moab. And so I called them and I said, the, the condo's packed, the U-Haul's waiting on you, but we have three extra days. So we're taking off, and we're going to go to Moab, and we're on our way to Arizona, just so we have one last thing crossed off the list. And he was like, all right. I'm like, okay, so have fun without me. I flew back, hop in a U-Haul, we, we drive, I drive here, and we were in Scottsdale in the rental March 1st. It was crazy. And we don't have enough time to really tell you what life has been like since we got here, but it took a lot of boldness and living uncomfortable for us to make the decisions that we were. Now, for some of you, like, hey, man, moving across the country, that's, like a, that's a Tuesday. For us, it was crazy. But you got to figure out what your bold is. There's things that for us are bold that aren't for you, and there's things that are bold for you that aren't for other people, but you got to find your bold, and you got to be able to step into it. And the one thing... And the one thing, too, is there's blessing and boldness. Mm. Yes. And a lot of times we think we have these great visions and we know what, life, what we want life to be like, but we don't often put any action behind it. Mm -hmm. And what happens uh, that we found along our journey is when we started taking action steps, some of them were rather large, some of them were a lot smaller, but everything else started unraveling. So like- In a good way. Unwinding in a good way. Yes, yeah. yes, unraveling and kind of showing me. I'm a planner. I like to know step by step. I like to know what's happening next week, next year. Like, I like having things together. But I just can't, it can't always be like that. And we have to be okay with that. And this was something that we learned in this season was once you take one action step, a lot of times the yeah. others just organically happen. That's right. So... Most of the time when I get to speak, it's for continuing education, which if you have to sit through that crap, it sucks. So we made a, we made a PowerPoint because we want you to be able to capture some of these things. And we kind of came up with a plan of, you know, what was it that was keeping us from being bold? So how do you, how do you get activated into, into boldness? And there are eight killers of boldness. And I think all of these in some way have kind of been touched on already tonight. Fear holds us back. Noisy, negative people being in the wrong community. We gotta, we gotta shed some of that. Um, indecision. 
Like just not making a decision, just sitting in limbo. Complacency, scarcity, the perfect time. I can tell you through our entire journey, there was not a single decision that we made that was the right time. We just had to make a decision. And then Doug always says the God card, and we get stuck on the God card of, look, we prayed about absolutely everything. When I tell you that we, there were nights where we were on our hands and knees praying because we didn't know what the heck was coming next or where we were supposed to go or what we were supposed to do and our kids didn't understand and we ripped them out of where they were, where they were comfortable, we were out of comfort we still had to take steps. And Kaylee just said, every step that we took, God revealed the next one. God revealed the next one. We never saw two steps ahead. We always saw right the, the lamp, right? The light into our feet. It was right there on, on the next step. Don't get stuck on the God card. Clarity or certainty. If you're waiting for certainty in your life, you're gonna be massively disappointed. It's not gonna happen. Because if you have certainty, you don't need faith. Faith is where God gets to show up and do the things that are unseen, that are unnatural, that don't make sense, that are super, like all the things that we did were all out of faith. Nothing was certain. Boldness doesn't just happen. It takes action to live a bold life. And that, that is what we we resisted it. We, we, a lot of those boldness killers were part of our life prior to Kaylee going, you know what, we're supposed to go. And she was the action. She said, let's go, go to Lowe's, buy the bins, buy the boxes. We gotta get this process started. And we did. So we've identified a boldness cycle. And this is something that can be repeated and repeated. If you wanna live in boldness, it's wash, wash and repeat, wash and repeat. One, we had to make unwavering decision. We had to decide that we wanted more out of life. The status quo wasn't gonna cut it. Things needed to be different. God was calling us to something different. We had to get massively uncomfortable. This is Kaylee's first time on a stage in front of people talking. It's uncomfortable. We had to get massively uncomfortable. Everything that we did was new. None of it had been done before. None of it really made sense to anybody around us. It was a very lonely, uncomfortable place. We had to do a lot of things that we didn't want to do, but we knew God needed us to do and was calling us to do. And then we had to create disruption, which is a pattern in our life. We had to break generational patterns and non-serving rhythms, Think the shackles. We had to break those, and we're going to do some of that tonight, and I'm probably over time, but we're going to keep going because Doug is unplugged. <laughs> so the second one is uncommon action, embracing uncertainty. Guys, if you're looking for certainty, it is not going to happen, I promise. It just has to be the majority. Mm. So, and you're, it's never going to be 100% where you're certain, but it will be 80%. Yeah. It just has to be the majority to decide to take some action. Second, taking action will reveal certainty. And that's kind of what I was saying about the steps. A lot of times when we start taking steps, other things just naturally happen. Yeah. And lastly, I'm going to have to put my paper down for this one. 
are the blinders. One of the visions that came to me as I had experienced life over the last couple years were, was like the blinders that a racehorse uses. And we, had, we were in a season we had to wear our blinders. And when we had these blinders up, I could see my kids, my husband, and Jesus. Everything else was a distraction. Mm. And I just couldn't focus on that. Because if I, I, I care about hurting other people, I'm not gonna let that persuade me, but mm. I, I do care. And knowing that I care made me, they, I just had to hold them as tight as I could to keep going. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. We had to find committed community. That Valor retreat that we thought we were taking our kids to because Quincy needed community, <laughs> God's like, ah, you guys need community as much as your kids need community. Right. We had to find the people that would cheer us on, would be our cheerleaders, our elevators, they would celebrate us. That's why you're here. You came to get motivated. You came to get put into action tonight. You didn't come just because you wanted to support Doug and Tia, although that would have been great, but you came because you're gonna get something out of this. You're gonna get something out of it. We had to find people that would hold us accountable and that we respected, and that's a big thing. So in the last one, put your earplugs in and your blinders on. There's certain people that you do need to let speak into your life, the people that you respect, the people that, you, that, that can, can not sway your opinion, but they can give you opinion that you will respect it, but still, still stay focused on, on the end goal. We had to plug into different events. I had a life coach. Um, Kaylee was doing a lot of personal development work. We were doing a lot of couples things together. Like, we're ever changing. Trying to figure each other out is tough. You got to work on it. You got to put time in. Like, it's, there, there's, we, we get coaches for every aspect of, of life if we want to get better or something. Then when it comes to life, we're like, oh, yeah, we can wing it. No, we can't. You got to be in community. We are absolutely better together. And a coach helps you become more intentional. Mm. It just really makes you make sure that you're on the straight and narrow. That's right. And lastly, it's gratitude. And one of the things that I would like to share with you guys, too, is a story of just a few months back being at um, Tia's book launch. Worship music was playing, and then Tia started talking. And in that moment... I had this vision of the blinders that were serving me for a season needed to come down. I needed to remove the blinders because I needed to be able to look back, glance back, and see how far I really had come. And I saw the water that I had trudged through. I saw how far I had come because sometimes we get so busy on what's next and focusing on the gap in front of us. And though that's a great thing, there's also a season where we just have to recognize and be grateful for where we are. Yeah. Yeah. And we start that bold cycle all over again. That's good. All right, your boldness has the ability to break generational chains. And it's been talked about multiple times tonight and I have a feeling it's gonna be a theme going forward. You have the power tonight to make a decision that will forever change the boldness for the generations that follow you. 
And we had to do that. We had to break a lot of generational chains. Maybe some of your chains are what ours were. Maybe you had to, you had to get out your bolt cutters and fear, anxiety, depression, noisy people, negativity, scarcity. That doesn't happen from where I'm from. You can't do that being where we're from. People don't do that. That's not normal. You got to break those generational chains. You got to break the patterns that are unserving your life. And that's powerful. When you let go of the insecurities, the anxiety, all the things that we allowed to just shackle us down, chains that we've just been dragging for generations and generations and generations, and it slows us down. Being able to break that cycle sets you on a different course. Doug and Tia broke a lot of generational chains and patterns. You heard that. That's why we're all here. Look at the impact of, of changing some mindsets and saying, nope, this doesn't work for me and my family anymore. And partnering with God and going in the direction that he's calling. So tonight, as we are breaking chains, we're also thinking of links that we need to put together. We're, getting, we're having the ability. We're having the ability to be able to get to choose what is on our chain. Are we going to choose abundance? Oh, man, I'm dropping everything. Are we going to choose health? Are we going to choose peace, joy, faith? What is it you need to choose tonight? What do you need to let go of? And what do you need to be bold enough to add to your chain tonight? Guys, this is so real. One of my mentors a couple years ago asked me. I was feeling pretty lost. I didn't really even honestly know where to start. And she said to me, Kaylee, who were you as a child? What personality traits did you have before you allowed the world to speak into you, over you? What personality did you have? Partner with that person. Creating your best life, you have to partner with all the things that you once were that you let everyone else take out of you. What made you shine? Yeah. That's good. So in with this, if, if, if some of you were like we were at one point where we needed an invitation, we need someone to say, hey, come on, come along. We, we just sit. Some, we, had, we need someone to drag us, to put us into action. This is your invitation to step into boldness and build your new chain. Yeah.